This is the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC. There's no such thing as no maintenance when it comes to your home. That's why we bring you the Fix It Show from 7 to 9 every Saturday. Get your questions ready for our expert home inspector, David Nason from Best Inspections. Here he is with his co-host, Dayton Kane. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Indeed it is. Good morning. Thank you for joining us. Dayton Kane here. David, how are you? Good morning, Dayton. Good morning, everybody. And uh, we have something we need to fix right away. First of all, thank you to Siding Unlimited and JMB Construction for sponsoring the show. Eric from Siding Unlimited will be on with us mm-hmm. next hour, but this right. hour is open. Open to any questions. If you have something that needs to be fixed, we're here for you at 855-616-1620. But one thing that needs to be fixed is the fact that Jack has never been to Lambeau Field. No, I have not. It's going to be fixed tomorrow night. It is. I'm very, very much looking forward to it. A group of uh, college friends and I are heading up there. We knew we really, really wanted to see the Kansas City Chiefs. And one of my friends, unfortunately, is a Packers fan. And everybody here knows what team I root for. Regardless, I know that Lambeau Field is one of the most iconic stadiums. And I'm very, very excited to go. I was pulling for them on Sunday night. Or Monday night, though. (laughs) That was was classic when they beat the Vikings. Yeah. 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 Thank you very much. That's the other thing we need to fix, but we only have an hour. <laughs> we only have an hour, Not so happen. That, that'll take a while. So, a uh, couple things. If you want to drink free the yeah. whole time you're out in oh, the parking lot, like lots, idea. wear a Chiefs jersey and just walk up to any other Chiefs. Oh, okay. You'll, you'll get fed. <laughs> just really? and, and just so you know, and, and most people that live here know this, Lambo is probably one of the friendliest places to sure. go watch a game. Like, sure. our fans, we are just... Hey, we're here to have a good time. Yeah. yeah. I don't care if you're a Bears fan, a Vikings fan, and I'm not going to root with you. Yeah, yeah sure. But yeah, I'll understandable. Treat you with fairness and equality, and we'll have fun together, and best team wins, right? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, get there early. Okay. Okay. Park. Okay. You can park. There's like $10 parking about three blocks away. That's what I hear. If you I get like too that. close, you're paying 50 bucks parking, so walk a little bit. I got two feet and in a heartbeat. As you walk, word. if you're two getting there early, as you walk, just visit with people, and I'm sure, sure you'll get free drinks yeah. as you go. Yeah, one but. of my biggest questions is driving up there. Do you take 41 or do you take 43? Because I know that those are the two big highways yeah. that kind of converge at Green Bay. Where are you leaving from? Milwaukee. I mean, leaving down from here. Well, you take 43 then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good to me. If you're on the west side, mm, you know, okay. then you can just I jump see. on 41. I think they're about... The same amount of time, and they're both interstates now. Yeah, it used to be years ago where when forty one be- before it became an interstate, the speed limit not that anybody drove it, but the speed <laughs> limit was fifty five. Yeah, on on forty one yeah. for a long time compared to being at least sixty five on forty three, and then now they're both seventy, but. That's that's the posted limit. What uh, what time are you guys heading up there? Uh, I bet we leave by like eleven thirty noon. Okay, so something you're there like that for the day. To Plenty have some of time. Fun yeah, you know, okay. we want to you know walk around, see the city and everything. It's one of the most iconic places yeah. in Wisconsin. Got to so. hit some of the old school places that have been there, like Anduzzi's and the okay. Stadium View. And okay, that's on the south side that, of yeah. the if you go to the north side it's yeah. all the new stuff that right. they built up which you want to okay. see as well yeah so don't just like hit one spot and stay like yeah hit hit the side see that everything. sees all the new stuff and then go to the old school side mm-hmm. and, and hit some of the bars and yeah it's a lot of fun i've so. been uh gauging the station over the past week for places to go Kroll's is a big yep. place that I've heard, and just the bar. Yeah. Yep. So those are places that I think uh, we will very, very much be interested in. 
Um, and take it easy. You want to see the game. Yeah, yeah you want to remember the game. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't end up in the parking water. lot. Beer, water. Yeah, right. I like Hydrate that yourself. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I'm, I'm very back. much looking forward to it. I know it'll be cool. Yeah, I actually have not been to a game since they've done all the remodeling. We took a tour of the stadium this summer to see it all and everything. But back, I lived in Appleton in the 80s, and uh, my stepdad worked in the trucking industry. And so all the people that worked with them and everything, we just had tickets left and right. We went to six... Well, that's, wow. We went to a, at least five home games a year. Wasn't it like you know, County Stadium back then or it, something like that? It, no, it was Lambeau Field. Oh, okay. But right. there were no skyboxes around anything. Mm, yeah, yeah. But it, the the point is, they weren't very good. <laughs> <laughs> and you could literally just get tickets. Yeah. People were giving them away. Nobody wanted to give up their season tickets. Yeah. So they would just give them away, and we'd just go up. And there were a couple games. Remember that... Um, the Snow Bowl or the Blizzard Bowl, yeah. they played Tampa. The Ice Bowl, we, yeah. We couldn't get to the game. There was so much snow, but we had tickets to that. Some friends of mine who lived in Green Bay walked to the stadium and went to the game. And, um, you know, there's, there's some other uh, yeah. iconic games that uh, that we did make it to. So. Well, have fun. It's oh, be, thank you very much. I'm it'll very be an interesting game. I hope, to it. I hope we look respectable. Yeah, at least, at least <laughs> respectable. Yeah. You know, after after the Thanksgiving game against yeah. Detroit. Yeah, we some hope. I was yeah. not know, expecting that at all. Getting some you know? things together. You never yeah. know. It could th- be on a roll. Yeah, I think it'll be competitive, yeah. but you know, it, it's not over until it's over. That's right. for That's sure. That's why they play the game. Exactly. All right. That's well, why they play it, the game. In a couple of weeks, at this point, we have no guests. That's two hours. We could maybe change them yeah. from a Bears fan. <laughs> right. We'll fix you that. May Dep- try. It depends you on may how try. they do tomorrow night. <laughs> All right. We do need to take a break. The old National Bank Talk line. Our text line is down this morning, so right. if you have questions, you actually have to call Isaac, yeah. our producer, and he'll get you on with us, or at or least you could text give me. him the question. You're going to give out your text line? <laughs> Absolutely. All right, what's your text number? 262-443-8958. Okay, and they can call you, too, there if you That's they need where you inspection can, done. Yeah, if you want to call me about anything inspection-related, construction-related, or the show. So you can text that, or the Old National Bank talk line is 855-616-1620. It's a Fix-It Show on WTMJ. The Fix-It Show with Dayton Kane and David Nason on WTMJ. Good morning to you. It's going to be mostly cloudy, a high of 42 today. And the snow didn't really stick too bad on the sidewalks and stuff, melted off. We actually had a little bit, a little more than a dusting out by me in Oconomowoc. And it was gone this morning. Yeah. So it didn't, it's only 36 degrees. It'll be gone today for sure. When we're hitting 42, that's nice. But we're supposed to maybe get more tonight. A little bit more tonight. Yeah. Uh, Old National Bank Talk line, 855-616-1620. If you want to participate on the show, you have to call in today. Text line not working, 855-616-1620. Uh, Nobody's taking me up on my offer of texting me directly. No. So. All right. Uh, you brought in a device. What is that thing that it's, you have over there? Screen. I'm gonna. We're Now that we're online, I'm going to be able to actually show it here. Um, this is a moisture meter. Okay. It's one of the, it's the moisture meter. It's a non-invasive moisture meter that I use in my EFS inspections. Oh, it's okay. called a Tramex RWS or a roof and wall scanner. And this has the ability, when I put this black surface on the, on the wall, the ability to penetrate the wall and actually roof, it's, as I said, it's a roof and wall scanner. Roofers will use this too on flat roofs. To moist, you know, to check for moisture rather than drilling holes in the. Okay. In the eventually, both with my inspections when I'm doing an EF inspection, I'll end up drilling into the wall to to probe to, with a different type of moisture meter to look for moisture. And same thing with roofing contractors; they'll take a core sample 
and see then they can see how many layers of roofing you know, you know if it's been added onto and but also what the decking what the composition of the decking is if there's any moisture in that deck so um by turning this on it you know it emits a beep sure. and then i'm going to put my hand my hand has some moisture in it right so we can tell you the the meter itself kind of went off the off to the gate right here. so so it's it's a very handy tool it's not um it's not foolproof because um, really anything that conducts electricity will uh, will cause electricity. So if I put this up here on this aluminum oh, yeah. uh, mullion of the window here, there's no moisture in there, I'm pretty sure, because we're inside and everything. But uh, because it's metal, it conducts electricity. So, so we have to be a little careful because I can't see what's in the wall. Right. And if I'm running this over an eaves, and I'll usually be checking under windows or where a roof connection is, where there should be a kick-out flashing. A lot of times those are missing. and Or if there's stains on the wall, waters, you can see a stain on the wall. It's like, okay, I'm fairly certain there's going to be some moisture in the wall there. There could be something behind there. Maybe an electrical conduit was installed or something. So you got to be looking. Right. Is there an electrical uh, outlet or something down below or something? Okay, because the electrical current or the conduit will also trick the the moisture meter but it's it's another one of more tool that if if somebody doesn't want me to do any kind of invasive testing or drilling when people like oh, you're gonna drill into my house <laughs> it's like yes but you know there are really small holes that i drill about the about an eighth inch maybe three sixteenths diameter to yeah. put my probe in and the reality is when i tell people the reality is the little bit of damage that i'm going to do by drilling these holes is usually really nothing unfortunately in comparison to what the repair that's going to be needed yeah. because there's water behind the eaves. Well, eaves is a very porous material, and they used to put it on with like straight ledges coming yeah. off where there were openings. And so that water just sits yeah. there and goes right down. I'm, I'm dealing so with the house right that. now where their windows are all leaking right. on this one wall because the eaves is getting wet. Yeah. The water's getting stuck behind there right. and coming out. So, so let's not I, let, let's not bash eaves. No, no, too I'm much. just saying there, it, yeah. the potential to have water yeah. back there is pretty high. Right. Like, so it's a good product. It really is. It's a neat product. Has a lot of it's cool. Uh, yeah, architectural features to it. Abilities to do some different things with it. It's just that as with anything, and we, you know, we're talking about eaves, but we could. We could talk about all the problems we see with LP or hardy plate sidings and vinyl, the way things are not installed correctly. But with EFS, the original product when it was brought over here was a it was intended to be a barrier system, meaning it was intended to keep water out. Yeah. Well, as you and I know, and anybody who's in the construction industry knows, we we can't build the exterior of our house to one hundred percent completely keep water out. And so now the systems are being, they, they should be, are being built with a drainage plane so that when yeah. water gets in, it can get out. And so, with more slanted angles yeah, around Positive openings, slopes at, yeah. at openings and things like yeah. that and maintaining the sealants and everything. So, But that's a whole nother, But that's what that device so, is there yeah, for, so, to help yep, find that water yep, if it's getting behind Kind stuff. of expensive meter, but, uh, but very handy. Again, it's another tool in my, what I use in my level one inspection, which is just a visual inspection. With and I can use this 
you know, it's not just visual, but it, right. it, it gives us some ideas of like, okay, this, we're, we're suspecting some moisture here. That's where I should go and check. And just like the thermal moisture. one, you need to know what you're doing. Exactly. Because you could have a false positive, right. so to speak, yep. if, if you're doing that. Right. And there's okay. a, you know, a, a sensitivity monitor on this. So basically with anything like that, you start where you know it's dry, you set your meter and everything, okay, and then you go and start doing your metering. Sounds good. Cool tool. Thanks for bringing yeah. the cool tool segment on the Fix It Show. The Old National Bank talk line is 855-616-1620. If you have questions about fixing anything on your house, David Nason's here from Best Inspections, and I'm Dayton Kane. Glad to have you along on the Fix It Show today on WTMJ. WTMJ's The Fix It Show with David Nason and Dayton Kane. Indeed it is, and we appreciate you listening. 855-616-1620, the Old National Bank talk line if you want to call us this morning uh the text part of it's not working currently but if you're watching on the stream at wtmj.com and you see me waving my hands around and there's a big bandage on it yeah i didn't cut myself with a tool i didn't bang <laughs> myself with a hammer uh had a cyst removed so that's what that big white gauze okay. thing that you right. see nothing nothing major but you came in limping this yeah, morning right yeah i was coming down the steps and dane's like oh so wednesday night um i was out and and um it obviously had snowed recently, and not everybody's as good as everybody else at removing ice and snow. And so um, I slipped, and instead of just going down, maybe on my butt and hurting my butt and my pride, <laughs> somehow my right leg got behind me and caught on the ice or something. And next thing I know, my it looked like my my vision of what happened, it looked like my foot was pointing the wrong direction. Yikes. Not that bad, you know, not like some of these gross football injuries and everything but it hurt oh man did it hurt and so yeah i i twisted it pretty good i have a little one of those ace bandage braces on it but it every day it's getting a little bit better i'm i'm hopeful that this weekend i can rest it up i was going to go hunting this weekend up in wausau but this weekend is going to be a week of weekend of walking through the woods versus opening weekend where we sit in stands and towers more um so that kind of spoiled those plans but um i guess the point is safety yeah whether i'm i'm on my job as a home inspector or just walking around we really need to always be safety safety conscious um i write an article for our wisconsin association of home inspectors newsletter every month and almost every Every one of those articles, we mentioned a little bit about safety. And ironically, before this happened to me, I, for my December article, I mentioned walk, you know, icy conditions yeah. and snow, even just snow, which isn't typically slippery. But as I'm doing an inspection, if we get a six inches, eight inches of snow or something, and I'm walking around the house, I have to be careful about and you know, kind of think about where I'm walking. I might trip on a, on a, Little downspout. fence, a downspout. Yeah, that you, know, you can't I could, see. I could either hurt myself by tripping on it. I could cause some damage. I uh, There might be a retaining wall or something, a ledge that I step oh, off yeah, yeah. or something, a window well that I could fall in. So we always really need to be aware of where we're walking, uh, whether it's in a parking lot, a sidewalk, around your house, if you're out outside and things. If you, for some reason, need to set a ladder if you still haven't set up your or done your Christmas lights, your holiday lights, or whatever, the holiday direct decorations, make sure you're being very safe setting that ladder on dry, clean ground so that it doesn't slip out from underneath you. Right. Um, 
Stay this off. time of year, don't get on the roof. <laughs> stay you off your roof. Say, yeah. get, get, if you want to get snow off the roof, get, say, uh, get roof a roof rake. rake. Don't exactly. go climbing up there and shoveling not, it up. You know, I've seen guys up on their roof with a shovel. Put, no, don't! What? No, no, not with a shovel. Oh, okay. I've been up on some roofs with, with, with snow on the roof oh. and everything. And, and First of all, shoveling your roof with an actual yeah. shovel is not good for the roof. Right. But secondly, it's very dangerous. Yes. Don't go up there and shovel. No, I, 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 I always make sure there's an area where it's clear. Yeah, where I can get up on, and then there's other areas where there's there's snow. Sometimes it's like, well, I really need to see that chimney. Yeah. I really got to get a look at that chimney and the flashing around it or something. But no, I if it's do you last cover the chimney and then <laughs> no, pull yourself up no, on it? <laughs> no, I mean, again, snow really you can grip on snow. It's the ice. Thing. It's the ice. So you got to really be careful. I think though, as I've gotten doing this more and more, and maybe maybe a little more gray hair. The fewer and fewer roofs that I'm going on. My, my dad's probably listening. He's like, what are you doing? So, yeah, I'm, I'm staying off. All right. Well, be safe out there is the moral of the story. Watch where you're stepping when it's wet and cold yeah. and icy. So it is a Fix-It Show, 855-616-1620. We're going to talk to Pete in Wapan when we come back, but we do have to go to the WTMJ Breaking News Center. Jack Rao, good morning, sir. How are you? I am doing so well. And just, you know, from the roof conversation, for many years, my mom worked in trauma management at hospitals for people who fell off of oh, things, yeah. and I know that she would be absolutely quivering if she heard this conversation. You guys are talking about being on roofs and everything, but I like yeah. the lassoing the chimney. Yeah. <laughs> More of your questions next. It's the Fix It Show on WTMJ. Old National Bank talking text line 855-616-1620. You need to call in today if you want to talk to us, just like Pete in Wapon did. We appreciate you calling, Pete. What's your question? Good morning. I have a two-part roofing question. Uh, Almost 30 years ago, I had my roof replaced as a single layer on my 12-12 pitch house. Each year, the insurance companies ask sending me a questionnaire if my roof is the same age and and so forth. it is, they are not curling the shingles, and I'm not having any leaking. Um, the first question is, should I get an estimate and think about replacing? And the second part is, has anything changed in the last 30 years, like with technology or uh, procedures that are different? So uh, thanks for calling in. The first part of your question, I think it absolutely is a good idea to at least – Talk to a, a, a or maybe two, three at the most, a couple of roofing contractors, have them come out. Just be, be, pre, be prepared. They're a roof that age, they're most likely going to tell you that you need a new roof. So, but that's. Not, I'm surprised the insurance company hasn't dropped you after, thir- yeah. uh, with a 30 year roof. Or at roof? least, at least, if not dropped you completely, but also, or, or said, we're going to, we're not going to cover your roof or, right. or depreciate it right. or something along that lines. So I'm a big fan of no matter what it is, whether it's your roof, whether it's your furnace, your air conditioner, water heater or something, have they, they all have a useful life. They will need to be replaced at some point. You know, you don't ever think about having to replace your electrical and wiring in your house. That should last literally the life of the house. But the roof, the, those those appliances I mentioned, they do have to be replaced. And when they're newer, you don't really think about you should maintain them and everything. But when they get old, like your roof is, it's best to have a plan in place so that the day that something does happen, say we have a windstorm come along and it blows some shingles off your roof, and now you're in a point like, oh, I need a new roof, 
you've done your research, you've done some planning, you've talked to some roofing contractors, you know who you want to use, and maybe you're on their, not necessarily schedule, but radar where you've gotten a quote from them and you can call them up and say, how soon can you get here? Or maybe they're willing to to do a temporary tarp for you, knowing Mm -hmm. that you're going to use them for your roof. But I, I, I do agree that you should have a plan in place on who you're going to use, what maybe what product you're going to use, what brand of shingle, what color, all those kind of things um, that you should do. If, you should be thinking about. If it. the roof is thirty years old, back then weren't the shingles more like 15, 20 year warranties? Yeah. So you've outlived the life right. of your roof already right. at this point. The, you well, asked about technology. These, these, I went with the middle of the road, which was a thirty year okay, warranty yeah, at right. the time. Yeah. That, that that elk offered. Oh, yeah, now that's I a good see shingle. It looks like yeah. they're out of business right. too. Well, GAF bought out elk yeah, right. years ago. That was a good shingle back but, in the day. Uh, but um, so you're, you're ready for. But when it comes to technology, you asked, has there been improvement? There has been definitely. So, a lot of the shingles are 50-year warranty now. Right. Um, the streak warranties for the algaes are longer now. The underlayments that we use are much better now than they mm-hmm. were 30 years ago. So um, when you get your new roof, it will be an upgrade for sure, not just because it's new, but because the, the products are yeah. better. 30 years ago, most likely they didn't put any ice and water shield. Uh, right, at, and at they the, did not. In the, in the valleys and everything, and that's uh, – that if well, in some, on a 12-12 pitch roof, I don't think it's required – but uh, you could you could definitely give. Um, where did you're up in Wapan? Um, yes. So I think probably J and B Construction would go to there. I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think they would. They're up in Germantown Siding Limited. You guys, I think we'd go that we'd far go that for far a roof, yeah. for a roof. So um, definitely a good good time to to plan to get it done. And yes, the the technology has changed uh, dramatically. The, uh, to extend the life of the shingles, depending on who you're working with, uh, you make it an extended labor warranties that that are now offered uh, to help things out. So, so and that which was my concern because what if the the person or company that does it does go out of business? Is the warranty carry over by whomever then the manufacturer? The manufacturer's warranties would still apply, but that that's a great question. And that's why it's important to use a company that's been around for a long time. So the two companies I mentioned, JB Construction, uh, Scott Klein owns that company. They've been around for 60 years or something. Siding Unlimited has been around for 30, 30 years, years yeah. or so. You want a company that has some history that you know that they're going to continue on. If they lose one person in the company, that doesn't shut things down. They continue on. There's some legacy uh, in there, and that where another family member is going to step in and and continue right. that company moving forward, so that not only do they help new customers, but they're able to maintain the service for their past customers. Good, good, good. Thank you, Gibby, for giving me some direction here, and I will follow up. You bet. Right, thanks, thanks for Pete. listening, and thanks weekend. for calling in. So, collection of granules in the gutters, curling shingles. Um, missing shingles, cracks some things the, you're looking for, cracks. Yeah, if, and you some, see them. If, if your roof starts looking really shiny, yeah. all of a sudden you're seeing shiny lines Edges, yeah. on that. That's a good indicator yeah. that it's starting to fail. And sometimes you can't tell by looking at it from the ground. Now, he's got a 12-12 pitch. You should be able to yeah, see, the able see that. Shingles yeah. pretty, pretty good from the ground. But if you've got a lower 4-5-12 pitch, you, sometimes from the ground, wow, they look really great. Don't go on your roof, but get right. a ladder and look at the shingles you know, two or three feet 
from the roof edge, and you that's where you will start to see, whoa, wow, these shingles are really looking old. So as long as you're not in a windy spot, do you yeah. think like a 12-12, 11-12 pitch holds up better over time because it's not, it, stuff isn't yeah. sitting on it's it It's shedding like it water yeah, much quicker, just, snow, same thing. Yeah. Very, very little, not, not impossible, but very little chance of an ice dam on a right. roof that pitch. Right. Um, it depends on certain things, maybe some roofing. If it's just, and your insulation is yeah. A big if deal it's too. just straight slopes, most most likely it's going to shed right off. But if you have a valley somewhere and still with a steep pitch, that's where you're going to collect some snow and ice. All right, great question. Love to hear from you. The old National Bank talk line is eight five five six one six one six twenty. You can call us today, but you can't text us eight five five six one six one six twenty. It is a fix it show on WTMJ. Need advice? Call 855-616-1620. Our expert home inspector is here to help. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. That guy is your home inspector, David Nason. I'm Dayton Kane. Thank you for joining us. Let's go right over to the phones. We just heard the number, and now we hear Lee in Ottawa. Good morning, Lee. Thanks for calling. What's your question? Hi, good morning, gentlemen. Uh, on the subject of roof replacement, uh, you got my antennas up. Uh, I'm thinking we're about at that point. Uh, so I have a couple questions. First of all, um, the bra- or the type of shingle. I'm, I'm looking to do this probably for the last time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting at that age. So I've heard GAF is a very fine shingle. Uh, just wanted to uh, get your opinion on that. Also, a couple of companies that... Uh, uh, perhaps David might be familiar with that are members of Mary, uh, somebody reputable, somebody that I can trust. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to necessarily save the most money here. I want the best job done. So a couple of referral companies, I got paper and pencil in, in front of my, <laughs> uh, my, myself here. Also, one other question, uh, tar paper, is that still in use? Or I have a couple of skylights, uh, four of them actually, and to go around these skylights, uh, are they still using tar paper? Or are they doing like a rubber membrane? Or what goes underneath the shingles? Yeah, so let's work backwards with your questions. The, first, the last one you asked, tar paper, uh, roofing felt, uh, it, it is probably still used by some people, but I think you're Companies that are offering these longer warranties, the manufacturer warranties, they've gone to different type of membranes, as synthetic uh, underlayments, and and yes, around um, any kind of penetration in the roof, a skylight, a sh- uh, flat, um, a chimney, or something like that, Vent a, a quote unquote hole in your roof, because um, that's where roofs leak, right? Where holes are. Uh, they right. they're using uh, the generic what we say is ice and water shield grace. Uh, came up with that product initially. That's that's the kind of the probably the best known one. But it's um, it's a rubber membrane that seals up around those uh, those penetrations. And then when you nail through it, it seals around the nails so that it um, it it can't they can't say a hundred percent guarantee that it's going to keep water out. But it's much better than the old uh, tar paper that you mentioned. So right. definitely the. That tar, that membrane goes on the surface and then up the side of the the curb of the the um, skylight or up the side of the chimney or up the side of a vertical wall that's adjacent to the roof and then your tin shingles or your other flashings go on on top of that so so definitely and the previous caller asked about the technology we have far more uh, uh, I guess technologically advanced 
materials that go under the shingles, as well as the shingles themselves have different things. I think you mentioned, Dayton, about the algae streaking and everything. Yeah, There's things in the shingles to help prevent that. So um, as far as products, GAF is probably one of the, the better known Certainty uh, companies. Is another. Certainteed. I've done a couple inspections, believe it or not. You always, I always heard years ago the, ter- the term, well, that's a bunch of malarkey. And you thought, well, that, you know, malarkey is just kind of this, you know, not not truth or anything. But there's a company out west called Malarkey Shingles, and I've looked into it. And when I first heard about it, I was like, what's this? And they, if you look them up, they actually have uh, quite a bit of, um, uh, I guess, technology and research behind their products. So I think especially out west, that's a, that's a bigger name out west. We don't hear about it too much yeah, here. Either. Um, but those two, the, the GAF and Certainty, are probably the biggest names around here that we hear. As far as contractors, while well, I'm looking across the, the table here at somebody who represents a company called uh, Siding Unlimited, <laughs> and they are a partner here. They've been around for a while. They have a, a high-quality crews, do great work, stand behind their work. So uh, they are a NARI member. Uh, so you can't go wrong, really, with, uh, with contacting Dayton to have them come out and look at your roof. Uh, we've talked also about JMB Construction. Scott's on the show here. They've been around for sixty plus years. These are both family-owned companies. Um, another company that I like, maybe a little closer to your area, uh, is uh, Tri County Contracting. You probably hear them on the show here, or not our show, but uh, advertising as well. I've known Jeff Brome out there for about twelve years. Again, another family-owned company. Um, they're, they're just companies that are, that are going to do good work. They're going to stand behind their work, offer good warranties, really any other member or partner that's on the show here. Um, even Abby, um, some other advertisers that are, that we have on their show, um, or on the radio here. David said it earlier and he's right. Usually get, don't get more than three people on. Or you'll start getting confused and that's forget why. who said oh, what no, I, and what. Yeah. But yeah, one, two to three people. I, I agree. Everybody yeah. gives free estimates for yeah. the most part, so get get them out and, that's, and get that's it why started. It's, it's hard. We have a number yeah. of people that are on the show or advertise on the radio here that are all good companies, but you know where where what in what order do you give out right. give out names and things? And you you don't want to try to confuse people. It's do some research on your own. Everybody that I know that advertises on our on our radio station here are Nary members, yeah. so that's a good thing. But do well, your own dil- diligence. It, it whenever you're working with a contractor, it's about a relationship. You have to have that good feeling with who you're working with. Agreed. Awesome. <laughs> Agreed. I learned. I learned a good lesson. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, you Lee. Appreciate you listening. Have a great weekend. 855-616-1620. One final segment before we're joined by Eric Brown from Siding Unlimited. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. David Nason and Dayton Kane. It's the Fix-It Show on WTMJ. Sponsored by Siding Unlimited and JMB Construction. Going to be mostly cloudy, a high of 42 today. Thanks for joining us. I see you brought in a tool. We did the yep. cool tool. Now we got a uh, look at a book. Yes. What, what, what is that you have in your hand? So it's a book called A House Needs to Breathe or Does It? An Introduction to Building Science, or written by Allison Bales. He's a PhD. Um, I've talked a lot about... If I have a question about building science, construction, things like that, there's somebody out east. His name's Joe Stebrook. Yeah. Starts with an, his last name starts with an L. If you're going to look him up, Joe Stebrook. 
and he's the principal at a company called Building Science Corporation. Uh, this guy knows so much about uh, houses and how they're built and moisture intrusion and all this stuff and everything. He's got their website, Building Science Corp. He's got a lot of um, uh, articles on his website that are for free. If you're interested, if you're kind of really interested, you can go out and look at that and read all this stuff and everything. So this Allison Bales, he's a big fan of Joe. And Allison wrote this book about um, just an introduction, as it says, to building science about um where your house is built, what the the how the climate affects our house a lot of times, and right. how we're building our houses so much tighter these days. I know we've talked about it when we've had Eric on the show. He'll be here in a little bit about um, condensation on your windows, indoor air quality, and it's all about this and how houses breathe, whether it's naturally, like say my old house that's that's drafty or new houses that are mechanically vented. And you can have problems when your house isn't breathing properly. Right. We can make them too tight. And Just to talk about the science behind it, that's a like a 200-page book, and that's yeah. the introduction to... Right. <laughs> yeah, 300 pages there's, close to There's it. a lot to know. Oh, there's, there's, there's know. really so much. And I don't, I don't claim to be an expert. I'm, I'm really into that kind of thing, how things work, the science behind a house. Because right. really, that's really what it is. And years ago, it was, you know, making sure we, and it still is, making sure we build things that stay standing. And that's a testament to our old houses and things. People ask me when I'm doing an inspection on an old house, you know, what do you think about this house? Well, it's been here 100 years, right? Yeah. It's not going anywhere. As long as you mostly, maintain it. It's not going to fall down. So, yeah, it is about maintenance. It's about how you update things. Because sometimes you can do updates and things that aren't good. You know, um, when you're doing remodeling, adding insulation without doing air leak sealing. You know, these are things we could talk about for a whole hour on some of these things. But uh, if you have any interest, in, interest, it's a great book to get. A House Needs to Breathe or Does It? Uh, or, like I mentioned, the Building Science Corp., their website. And the fun thing about Joe Stebrook, when he writes his articles, he's got this really dry sense of humor. So it's not just a, a you know, some scientist writing an article right he's got this real twist on things almost sarcasm in his articles that i love reading so all right well there you go a couple yeah. resources for yep. you before we get into the next hour here remember can't text in today but you can call us the old national bank talk and text line is 855-616-1620 that does it for our number one eric brown from Siding unlimited in next and we check into the wtmj breaking news center with jack Rao. this has been the fix it show on wtmj advice and opinions expressed during the program are solely that of the hosts or guests and not wtmj radio or good karma brands milwaukee llc